to Fiercely Freelance, the podcast for freelancers and service pros who want simplified business strategies that take the guesswork out of freelancing. I'm Sills Lockley, former freelancer and agency owner turned coach and business strategist. I help freelancers and service pros who want to step away from a life on Upwork and Fiverr and hustling on hourly rates and discover the art of doing less, earning more and falling back in love with their business. Here on Fiercely Freelance, you can expect snappy strategies for business success in bite-sized weekly episodes, as well as guest interviews from experts and other freelancers. So forget YouTube or Googling, I'm here to give you the validation and support to help you feel more confident and in control as a business owner. This show is the business therapy you never knew you needed. easy is it for your clients to buy from you? Do you make that process for them difficult or complicated or overwhelming to the point where they just don't bother buying? In this episode, I'm going to be going through some of the key reasons why you might be struggling to convert clients. And these are things I notice a lot happening within kind of service provider realm, freelancers realm things that people do or miss a trick on. And I want to share as much as I can about what's going wrong. Okay. First thing, if you are a service provider or a freelancer and you do not have an offer to give your clients, you do not have them something for them to buy, you are simply selling skills, not experiences. It's going to be so much more difficult for them to latch on to what it is that you do and what it is that you offer. So if you are starting out and you're a copywriter, with all the love in the world, please don't put just on your website that you write emails and you write blog posts and that you write captions and and you then just put a little button that says, contact me for more information. This is not enough to convince somebody to buy from you. If you want to sell your services, i.e. run a business and earn money from freelancing, you need to make it easier for people to buy your service. So don't make it difficult by just putting a load of skills on a web page and a contact me for information button because you're not making it easy for them to understand what it is you do, why it's important, what your what outcome they can buy like we want to always always we want to be creating offers that promise an outcome if you're missing the promise from what you're putting out there people won't understand the value of it it's simple as that so make sure there is always always a clear outcome in everything that you're offering all right another thing if you are looking at selling your services, if you're looking at getting money in, like making money from freelancing, or you are a more established service provider and you're looking to grow your client base and to sell more, what do we need to do to make it easy for clients to buy from us? We need to make it more tangible. And how do we make it more tangible? We make our offers really relevant. So if you haven't already looked at your niche, if you haven't already specialized in what you do and really considered how you stand out against all the other gazillion freelancers and service providers just like you, then go ahead and do that piece of work because that's going to make such a difference to how your clients perceive you 
And also it's going to help elevate your authority. It's going to position you as somebody who's worth working with. And also, little bonus tip, it will help you to earn more money because if you become an expert for your niche client, they're much more likely to want to spend more money with you because you understand them versus a generic provider. So make sure you've really thought about how you can make yourself relevant for them and therefore your offers are relevant for them. When your offers are relevant for your niche client, it's so easy for them to choose how to work with you because you're making, you're making it simple. You're giving them options which make sense for them. They understand the problems that you're addressing. They see the solutions in what you're offering and they understand the outcome you are looking to give that person. So really look at how your offers position you both as an expert, but also how they make it really relevant and tangible for your clients to work with you. All right, I've got more. Why on earth do you only want to be contacted by email for an inquiry? Let's stop that right now. You need to be getting people to book a call with you. People say to me, oh, I don't really like doing calls. Right, we're running a business here. Let's remember, a bit of tough love, let's remember that we are running a business here and that people buy from people. If you only want to be contacted by email and to do business over email, then fine. But please don't expect that to be an effective strategy. And here is why. If you are asking somebody to spend more than £500 with you, they're going to want to have a conversation with you. They're going to want to see your face. They're not going to trust you if you simply want to DM them or email them. And look, I'm not saying that sometimes you can sell things by email. You can't sell things by email. You can't sell things by DM. I sell in my DMs all the time. But That's to people who trust me. That's to people who have binged this podcast. That's to people who know me. I don't often get people buying from me cold in the DMs because trust is the complete essential when it comes to selling. So if you're struggling to get people to buy from you, it's because they don't trust you yet and making it even harder for them to buy from you by telling them that you will only deal with them over email or you will only you know, take an inquiry, like application form, like, no, please make it simple. Get them to book a call with you onto this call, right? 20 minutes doesn't need to be any long. Could be 15 minutes. Like this isn't an hour long chit chat, live story. Oh no, please. No, that's not what we want. You don't have time for that. You've got work to do. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, ask them some questions, then say to them, would you like to hear the options about how to work with me? And if they say yes, then you explain the right fit options for them. That's what you have to do. I'm going to be recording an episode about how to run your discovery calls soon. So stay tuned for that. But as an aside, you know, let's think about the real customer journey. The customer journey is everything. You know, it's no different to you going and buying, you know, some clothes online or ordering some new, I don't know, camping equipment. I'm about to go camping. So we've been ordering camping equipment. So, you know, you want to go on, you want to find what you're looking for. You want it to be clear. You want to understand what it does. You want to read the product description. You want to check out the measurements. You want to click, order it. Yes, get it done. Great. It's coming. It's, It's on its way. It's the same thing. Give your clients, potential clients, the offer, 
present the options on your website or wherever it is you're talking about them on social media, maybe it's on your highlights or in your stories and explain to them what they're going to get and then make it easier for them to buy it. So the first step of the buying process is not, I'm just going to buy it. It's usually let's get on the phone and have a conversation. Of course, if they're buying a course or a product or something low ticket from, you know, they're probably just going to go ahead and buy it. That's fine. But when it comes to you giving them some kind of done with you or done for you service, you absolutely have to make sure you're having a conversation with them in some regard. So make it easy for that to happen. Okay, next one. There is so many reasons why people don't buy and it's usually because of communication. Like there's a, there's like a billion gajillion reasons why people don't buy from you, but it's usually communication. So making the communication work is, is a skill. It's something you will learn the more you do it. But making it easy for people to buy from you is giving them what they need. Take cues from them. The amount of times that I have tried to buy something from a service provider and they haven't taken my cues and they haven't followed up with me and they haven't, do you know what I really find amazing? I actually don't like it when people don't upsell me because I love upselling. It's something I always do. It's, it's how I believe we create lifelong relationships with clients. And when I'm not upsold to, I actually don't, this might just be me, but I feel like that person doesn't want to work with me again. And like something went wrong. Like I want them to sell to me again. Like I worked with somebody recently and she's just upsold to me and I love it. I'm like so obsessed, even though I might not necessarily want to buy, always buy the thing they are upselling. I really want to be upsold to. So what I mean by this is you've always got to be thinking about the next step that your client wants, whether it's the beginning of the process of buying or at the end of the process of buying. What do they want you to do to say to them next and take their cues? So one of the things that is often not working is we assume too much about what the client does or doesn't want to receive in terms of information. So let's like go through a live example. So let's say somebody has booked a discovery call with you and they have got on the call with you and you've talked about like you've chatted to them a bit about their business and you've talked about some of your offers that could work for them. After the call, you're sending them some details and you don't hear anything back, right? So you don't hear anything back and you're thinking, uh, okay, did I, you know, did I, did that not hit the mark? Am I too, am I too expensive? Okay. The mind drama kicks in. But what's happening here is probably more, it's, it's not because you're too expensive. It's not because they don't want to work with you. It's probably something much bigger than you. And so you need to communicate. So communicate with the client, keep in touch, keep talking to them because they actually want to buy from you. And this is the thing that people miss out on. They're like, oh God, no, they mustn't like want to buy the thing. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to let them ghost me. And I had this, uh, I had this discussion on LinkedIn recently. People don't ghost you because they hate you and they think you're shit and you're too expensive. A lot of the time people ghost you because they're busy or they changed their mind or something else came up. It's much more simple than that. So actually what they want is for you to sell to them. So they're not, if you're making your clients do all the hard work, then you're not being a good salesperson. You're not serving them. 
So try and think of sales as like service. It's just serving your clients with what they need. And so let's say you had a client who'd already paid you and was already signed up to something and you sent them some information and they didn't action it yet. You wouldn't just ghost them completely and leave them to it because they hadn't replied to you. You'd chase them up. Now you might say, oh, I don't really want to chase them up. Like it looks a bit desperate. No, no. They want to buy from you. They just forgot. Their emails got full up. They maybe, you know, went on holiday or they got sick or something. So you need to keep in touch with them, make it easy to buy from you by being the person who is at the top of their inbox. Oh, hey, um, I'm so, uh, it was so nice to chat to you the other day. You know, have, a, have you had a bit more of a think about uh, the options I sent over? You know, really kind of go from a place of like assuming that everything is absolutely fine until it's not absolutely fine. And most of the time people don't buy from you, not because you're, uh, because, you know, you're too expensive or, you know, they found something like maybe they found somebody else. But a lot of the time it's because the communication falls down because, you know, you've made an assumption about them. Maybe they didn't get back to you or maybe they like said something to you like, oh, um, I'm going to have a think about this. And then you misinterpreted that as, oh, well, uh, they're definitely, they've definitely decided it's, it's too much money. I'm, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to bother them. I'm not going to say anything. And remember at this point, they still want to buy from you. <laughs> okay. We're, uh, we're not going to assume anything other than what we know, which is that they made an intent to buy from you by booking a discovery call. And so now it's just about you handling whatever it is they're saying and looking at a way of selling to them to help that buying decision get easier for them. And I'm not talking about handling objections and starting like asking them like, you know, why, why do you feel uncomfortable about spending this money? This is a great investment. None of that bullshit. But it's really just checking in with them and being like, hey, is this still on? Or, you know, can I, is there anything else I can help you with? And of course, most of the time people do get back to you and they do tell you like, yeah, actually, do you know what? Um, you know, something has changed or they'll, they'll, you know, they'll say something like that. But a lot of the time, they might just go, you know, oh, sorry, I've got really busy, but yes, 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 please. I really want to book this in. So don't give up because your job is to serve the client even before you've sold to them. I've got more, I've got more for you. Okay. Other reasons why people don't buy from you. The reason why things are hard. Um, you're not being obvious about what they've got to do next. So when you are selling, when you are putting the offer out there, don't assume that they know everything. Don't assume that they have all the information that they need from whatever you've just said, because you know your offer really well, potentially, and you're so in it that you might not even have mentioned something that they need to know. And so what this does is it, it creates a kind of situation where somebody might be interested, but they don't know enough, and therefore they won't take any action. And that means that they're not that like it's difficult to buy from you because you're never completely clear about how, the how or the why. So we need to tick off all of those things. We need to tick off, you know, why is this offer important to me? How is it going to change my life? What is the end result? You know, how am I going to feel? All of those things need to be addressed when you're talking about your offer every single time. Don't just show up on stories and say, hey, um, so I've got this offer and, um, I'm looking to, um, uh, sell a couple of spaces and yeah, that's it. Like we need to give a bit more detail, like always pitch your promise. This is my like absolute big mantra to all my clients in my office, Suite Oracle program, pitch your promise every fucking time. <laughs> like, do not forget this. I will like, I, I literally cannot stress this enough. This is super important. 
pitch your promise every time you mention your offer because this is branding. This is selling. This is like the experience you are selling. You're selling an emotion. You're selling an experience. Do remember to explain what that experience is. You can make it easier for people to buy from you by making your payments easy. One of the barriers people see with buying is money, is, is, is spending money. Okay. So it's not that people can't afford to buy from you. It's because you're not making it flexible enough. Uh, I had this other day with a client who was um, putting, had put an offer out and had put it in her, on her website at the full price, but there was no payment plans available. And she was like, nobody's booking it. And I said, well, you need to add a payment option. People don't like paying in full all the time. They like to spread the cost. This is like business 101 now. Everyone wants payment plans. And this isn't because people have no money and they're not willing to spend money. It's because flexible payment plans make running businesses and running cash flow extremely, like so much better. So yes, of course, you're going to get clients who can happily pay in full, but there will always be clients who want payment plans. So don't make it difficult for them by not giving them a payment plan option because it's an easy thing to implement. You can set it up on various different platforms and using different payment processes and it will make all the difference to your sales. And the great thing as well about payment plans is it's a great way for you to stack your revenue. That's a little bonus tip. So you can earn money every month from your payment plans. But giving people flexibility with payment is key. The other thing I will mention, this is the last one I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you. The other thing is that you need to make sure that you're not just being like a total masculine biatch about this. You are not just going, mm, that's a policy, that's a payment plan, that's it. Um, if somebody needs time to, you know, to wait and like think, figure things out, give them some time. Um, it's okay. Like that, that's good ethical selling. Okay. If somebody's like, do you know what? I really wouldn't want to go for this, but I, I just don't have the budget right now. Say to them, look, amazing. Okay. How about I, I earmark some time for you in my calendar to check in in two months time and to see if you're ready to go because they might be like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to go now. And then you can give them a payment plan then. But if you like blankly just go, okay, great. You can't afford it. Then you're losing out on that sale. Show some compassion, give them some time, check in with them again, and that will make it easier for them to buy from you because you've given them some grace period, but also you haven't just let them go. All right. I hope that was good for you in terms of just giving you some clarity around how to make it easy for people to buy from you. Like this stuff is so critical to making money, to growing your business, to just being a badass freelancer or a fierce freelancer, as my daughter's always saying, mommy, you're a fiercely freelancer. Thanks for listening, love. By the way, if you are ready to increase your income without increasing your workload, and you want to join the group program that will teach you how to raise your rates with ease so you can work less, come on into OfficeSuite Oracle with me. We are open all year round. I'm enrolling at the moment for September. I'm so excited to work with you in this program because we do all of the things when it comes to positioning, messaging, your pricing, how you feel about your business, your needs, your wants, your desires, your schedule. We cover all of that. So you walk away after six months in the program with so much more of an elevated business. It's amazing. I'm, so, I'm just so happy we get to do this. 
So come on in if you're interested. You can book a discovery call in the show notes. The link is in the show notes. Get on a chat with me for 20 minutes and find out more about the program. I'd love to speak to you. Thank you.